was looking up what is the wave title that hits the shore. It's called a receiving wave. Ooh, that's crazy. That's so good. That's put real that, good. That's real good. Let me put that on here. This is the. Um... Hey, hey, hey. Did you know one of the number one growing things in the world is chicken? No, I'm kidding. One of the number one things in the world is actually awareness of your mental capacity and spiritual connection. So have you been wondering about, you know, what am I feeling? How come I'm over emotional? Why am I still stuck? How do I live out of this? Well, I can't tell you all, but I can definitely walk with you and show you what I've gotten through. I want to invite you into enrollment with us in Renewed Minds, a spiritual coaching base where we seek the Father for his understanding and help each individual client reach their transformation. Now, we don't promise transformation to each client because, of course, we are not God. We are just messengers and servants. But what we can do is help you identify the steps to your transition. And we would love to help you and walk you into your transformation. Well, of course, it's none other than Coach Q, and I'm going to do my own ads. And this is the one and only Renewed and Reminded Godly Podcast. We thank you for sponsoring your Coach Q. And we look forward to many of you that need a business highlight, a special, or anything like that. So, again, this is Renewed Minds. You guys can catch us on our website right here through Anchor, or you can message us personally through Facebook and even on Instagram. All right. And once the website is up, of course, go ahead and collect yourself a candle and a soap. That's right. The shop is open, renewed and reminded. Special collection of candles and soaps are open. Our candles and soaps have their shipping fee applied. And if you're local, you can even get yours delivered. We do everything with gloves and safety, right? And we want to make sure that we pray over what we give you because everything we do is in decency and in order. So without further Further ado, enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, friends and family, listeners. Hey, listen, you're in another episode of Renewed and Reminded Godly Podcast. How are you doing? It's your co-host, Becky, and my sis. Hey, guys, it's Quinita. Hey, Coach Q, how are you feeling today? Ready to hear Tranquility Waters today. (laughs) Me too. I need that series in my life. So guys, check this out. We're getting ready to go into our next episode. This one's entitled Close to Shore. And as you know, we'd love for you to subscribe and hit the share button for somebody that's going to be blessed on today. And we love you for that. All right. Holy Spirit, we thank you so much. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for allowing us another moment to record and to get your word out there. So, sis, I'm ready to go. We're going to talk about close to shore. And I love how my sis just kind of broke this down to me. We're talking about that 
that wave that comes all the way up to the shore. And she's got some information for you guys. And then we're going to just go ahead and take off right here. Yeah, you know, well, let's just let's just be flexible. And, and hopefully that you're able to be in an area where, like we are. We're, we're in our comfortable place that we've um, really grabbed dominion over. Because as we were doing this, some of the thoughts that we had that were really good, they left us. And then we said, wait a minute. Uh-uh, you're going to get back over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get back over here. And so um, that's what I want for you to do. You know, you get back over here, tell somebody, hey, you get over here, listen to this with me. Um, with love, of course, because you, we want you to draw close, not to us, not to our stories or who we are, but to God and to Jesus. Uh, mm-hmm. And the definition of close is really for it to be moved so as it is bare partnership with something. Isn't that, isn't that good? You know, yeah. have you ever seen one of those... Um, fancy gates you know down here in texas you see that you see the big old whatever their last name initial is on that gate and it's locked yep okay and you got the courtesy yeah you got the courtesy to see it be open or drive past somebody getting into their driveway they have the the u-turn around but that gate as soon as they come in there the gate closes so it's close it gets close to um the other side of the gate that's, that's what i was using as that as analogy um another definition is to deny access of mm. that's a good one deny, deny. access of the word mm-hmm. close yep mm-hmm. because when you get so close to a situation or a person they're definitely going to be denying access to other things okay Come that's on. just how it goes and you can't allow everything if you're close because that's gonna kind of infiltrate or try to infiltrate itself and divide. And that's not what closeness is. God says we are, I know that we're made for connection. Okay, fearfully, wonderfully made. Well, that's definitely made for connection. That's why we have communities. That's why we have families. That's his ordained plan is the man and the woman, um, the husband and the wife. That's the ordained plan, you know? And so that's closeness. That's the closest you can, that's oneness right there. And so, Mm. of course, that can't allow everything else inside of that situation. So, yeah, yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, here's here's a few more just to give you guys a gist of where we're going. We're going to go real deep because we want you to get close. okay? and when you listen, you know, maybe you could turn it up a little bit because I want you to get close. You know, sometimes you turn your music up when you vibe into that song, when you really hit that that moment where it's like, this is my song. Your music seems to be really loud and you dance it because you're close to it. (laughs) We want you to be close to us. All right. Uh, Another one is to terminate access of to disclude or no negotiation room Mm. to get to God that close and not to negotiate how close anything else you know it's oh well let me be you know what's a good what's something that you're not that's non-negotiable you know that can't take God's place or have you been negotiating it and God ain't there no more Mm. that's deep yeah that is it's like we have to really think about it, guys. You got to really think about your relationship. We're not talking about religion ever, really. We're talking about a relationship. And that closeness, guys, he wants to draw you in. And that's why he says, you know, you have got to come to him. You have to seek him. Okay? He's going to knock on the door. Will you let him in? Then also, mm-hmm. you got to do your part. You got to seek him as well. So it's a love relationship. And yes. so we talk about the shoreline that water that comes close to that shoreline has a name 
That name is what, Kwanita? It's called the receiving wave. My Lord. Now that's where we were going to try to come to towards the mid of this. But I said, let's just go ahead and bang this thing out. When you are trying to receive from the Lord, you've got to meet him. Ooh. You can't be way out in the waters and flailing your arms. Like we talked about the last episode, you in the movement and you move in the wrong way. You move in the opposite. He's calling you close to him, especially in these days and times, God. Guys, there is a seed of a serpent here. There is a, there is a soldier. There are soldiers of God here. And we got to know where we are. Okay? I sent mm-hmm. my sister a verse the other day about the wheat that grows up. When they grow up, you don't know who's for Christ and who's for the devil. They look the same at first. And then as they mature, oh, you're going to see who is for who. When they begin to change these laws where you can't really speak what you want to speak and you can't just be who you want to be in the word, mm-mm. people are going to, there's a falling away getting ready to come, guys. We're not falling away. We're going to be in tranquility waters because we know we serve the God that can tell your soul where to go, where it can go. We don't serve somebody that can just tear up a neighborhood or bomb up a city or put the virus over the town. We serve the one that knows where the soul and, and tells the soul where it's going to go. That's why we Amen. can rest in him. That's why we can rest in him in tranquility. I don't want tranquil anymore. That's just that's just done. So when mm-hmm. I talk about drawing close to the shore of the Lord, separation is what necessary. Mhm. What are we separating from, sis? You know what? You you going to have to separate from people from objects, from anything that separates you from the love of God. Preach. That pulls you away from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even when you said that, you know, I'm looking at more definitions of close in an action. Close is definitely, um, is put into this context defined that you are bringing something together to meet. So to be close is an action. And, and so that means that you got to do something to get there. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we talked about movement, so this is not the time to be still. <laughs> Liz, I got to speak this on this right into what you just said. This is not the time. How do you get back to Christ? The verse says, Malachi chapter 3, verse 7. From the days of your fathers, you have turned aside from my statutes. You've turned aside from God's rules and his regulation, how he wants you to live your life, and have not kept them. Return to me, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. But you say, how shall I return? A lot of people are asking, how shall I return? And that's a good question. You return your heart to Christ. You return your heart to Christ. You fall in love with him all over again. You become a seeker. You become a disciple. You become somebody who has the first thought of God on their mind when they wake up. I trust and know that you relate to what I'm saying. There has been times where I was on that road and there has mm-hmm. been times where the thing I wake up is I'm listening, my brain is on Chris Brown. I'm talking about song of Chris Brown. I'm like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. what? what? I ain't even brush my teeth yet. My teeth, why is Chris Brown in my head? Why is August out sick? Come on now. Because yeah. what you giving your attention to. So if Come I'm on, drawing August. close to God, how can I be drawing close to August Alcina too? It can't be both. I had to put that stuff down. Had to put it down. 
and it, it can find itself resurrecting sometimes but it, it I put that thing down and I said God I want you on my mind when I wake up because that's such a tranquility that is such a peaceful way to wake up guys when you med- when you meditate on the word before you go to bed and you pray and you read the word before you go to bed I promise you sometimes I've been in such a broken place my soft bible it's my soft bible I call it my soft bible because it's not hardback it moves it's flexible I would lay with it in the middle of my chest and go to sleep and cry those are the nights when I have real rough nights do you know I woke up in such peace that bible was my companion but it wasn't just the book it was the living word of God that was laying next to me myself this is you know just me crying out to the lord this is me in my time trying to figure things out which way my life was going to go yes that closeness can literally be god i need you right here and the most tangible thing i can do is grab my soft bible although i know you're an intangible god you cannot be defined i just needed to feel that word right inside of me you know right like touching my heart and i could rest i would cry but i could rest the crying would subside after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's so relatable because I mean, many people have probably done that same thing, um, mm-hmm. or even just been flat out on the ground. You know, that's one of my places where you, you start on your knees trying to repent, or you're trying to pray for others, pray for yourself, pray for your marriage, pray for anything that you're praying for. God has told you to do something, especially when He woke you up out in the middle of the night to do it you find yourself just laid out on the floor and it looked like somebody didn't did something to you but it's the holy spirit you you have peace i used to cry over something but now i'm crying in something it's different when i cry you know and then that's powerful in itself because you used to have a state of uh difficulty and you would cry about the difficulty but now i cry because i'm in a state of stability or stableness and it's trying to make me you know it's 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 pulling for me to, to try to do one thing differently. And I'm like, ooh, what's this tension? I didn't have it there before because I was I was it. But now that I have the true and living God on the inside of me and I acknowledge him, I can't go back. So when I do, you know, that Bible being near me, being close to me, uh, helps me fight better. Because like you said, it's a living word. It's a living word, guys. And it's a living word that, you know, you can take part of every day like a meal. Take part mm-hmm. of it throughout the day. You know, sip on it like a tea. Let it be a reoccurring thing. Because even if you're at work, you can still be downloading the Lord. He can still be downloading in you because you've meditated on his word so much. And again, I cannot give enough credit to the Lord for allowing my sis to ask me to be on this podcast. Because what it has done is revitalized me as well. Little does she know, but God knows what this is doing for me and for him and I's relationship. Amen. And, and I want to talk to you guys again. This series or this series, of course, is Tranquility Waters. But this episode is one of the ones that, again, we're trying to get you close to God, but we're not doing that by conversation of us. We're doing that biblical conversation with just tangible ways of the metaphoric um, sea, the, the shoreline. I was going to say seashore, but we didn't use that. We said shoreline. So when you think about the shoreline, that's kind of where the water meets the land. And, you know, Becky already said it. It's necessary to have separation. Um, and so that goes into knowing, you know, have you ever been in a place where you figured out something and it really worked for you? I mean, it worked so good that you didn't have to 
you didn't have to work so hard. It, it was like you was doing what was smarter, not what was harder. And somehow you got comfortable, complacent, um, what any other word that could fit that type of aura, you went away from it. And then you found yourself stuck again. It is not that the water came up to the land because it was going to do something else than what it was told to do. It was coming there because it was necessary to show that it's separated. Same thing with us. There's some things that come up to say, hey, you remember you, hey, you used to, but I'm separated now. So I know that you might, this might pop up, but I made a decision to do what I said I was gonna do. And God called me to do this, this is what I'm doing. So it's necessary to know about those limitations and those boundaries. And we cannot, cannot take them for granted. Amen. We cannot take them for granted. That is the number one thing we need to remember in our lives is not the number one, but that's one of the ones <laughs> to remember. Y'all forgive me as I get emotional a little bit, but glory to God that um, transformation is taking place. It is not a, it is not just getting emotional. It is a a heart that is being knocked on. God is knocking on the doors mm. of my heart through this through this episode and through this whole series. I really praise you, God. I really thank you. Um, it says here in James 4, verse 8, Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. That double-minded part stuck out to me because we all, I keep saying we all can relate, but why not? <laughs> We're all going to relate on these topics double-minded i mean you want to go for that thing you want to go for that dream and that goal you've written it down you've made it plain but you've just tucked it away it's under the bed it's in the closet it's put up on that high ledge like bring that thing down tonight guys like for me i'm going to go work out after this i'm not gonna dreams just pass me by double-minded has to stop because there is no productivity in that and there's no closeness mm. in that. You can't be coming close to God and then drawing back, coming close and drawing back. I mean, I understand we all go through those seasons where we're allowing other things to take precedence, but that, I'm speaking, we gotta let that go. Like God has to be the center and the head of this whole thing, you know? So double-minded, it really sets you back. And when we come to think about not setting ourselves back, just allow God to just be with you. We keep saying that every episode. I mean, because the answers don't change, guys. The answer is the answer is draw near. The answer is a relationship with God. It is not just it is not ever just going through religious uh, rituals and things like that. That's nowhere near what it's about. That's not even what it's about. He wants to know you. He wants mm -hmm. to know you. He wants to know you. I have here a powerful verse, Matthew seven, verse twenty-one through twenty-three. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me you evildoers. I say that to say to you and to myself, he wants to know you. Draw near. Amen. And even going back with that, guys, that's that's so deep and, and so sovereign 
uh, you have to know that God is a sovereign God and we're going to have to do suffering because his son did. Okay. But we're not exempt from that suffering, but in the suffering, it tells us to be of joy and great cheer because, excuse me, because that really works on our character. And uh, how much do we appreciate those hard moments? We don't like them in, in that moment, but when we come out of it, you know, it's just like we, you know, um, the fire is necessary because you need to be purified. So the shore is necessary because you need to understand that the, the, the love limit that God has given us it is to love you stronger. It is not to withhold you or to give you something that you don't have. Uh, God don't have to tempt us at all. He's not a God that does that. He has everything, but it's us who desire everything, but it's without him. That's where we say we draw closer to him so that when those cravings come, you know, let's say financial, you know, when you're dealing with things that you're in debt of, that's something that I can relate to you begin to figure out ways to get up money or try to you know you're trying to do it yourself and before you know it it's a constant cycle you got money you give money you got money. pay this pay that and you keep going but when you stop like i did today when we made the first episode earlier we're recording our second one right now guys uh i realized it wasn't that i had moved away from god it was that my value for what the debt was god's hand it was in mine's and when I realized that, this episode really became so strong to me because it says uh, Colossians 2 and 5, and I hope I said that right. For though I am absent in the body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and your firmness in your faith in Christ. So that means that right now I'm very present in my body, thank the Lord, and my spirit is very present. But God said that his spirit is within me greater than he that's in the world. And so when I take the honor of saying, God, help me with this. And then I take my my black behind, excuse me, y'all. And I go take whatever he said to put at the altar and go pick it back up. And try to figure that thing out. That's that's what I did. And that's 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 the part where we we are responsible for our own things but we don't beat ourselves up and becky was just saying that we go to god again because that just says i need him even more so because i'm trying to do this on my own and he says this is not how you love me how do you love him how do you how do you respect the limitation of the shoreline how do you let that receiving wave come into you where you figure out what love is and love is first corinthians 13 4 and 7. love is patient and it's kind love does not envy or boast it does not um it's, it's not rude you know it is it is not um uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing because i got to look it up but um it, it's not any of the things that we are usually doing to ourselves we hold count of wrongness we uh we remember faults and and you know, we writing stuff down against people. We, oh, we, we prejudge this. That's not love. Love is, it, it, it's the thing that breaks everything. And it's the only thing that can heal anything. And that is God. That's how sure. powerful. Yeah. So awesome. I, I can read that for you, sis. First Corinthians chapter 13, verses four through five. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. 
It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. And there's so much more to that. But whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Mm, And that just goes back to being close to him. You know, that definition again of close. And this is my last one that I'm going to use. And we're going to just, you know, let the Lord use us and talk to you guys from our heart. It says to be filled of something with such an opening. You have to have some things empty in your life for God to be able to fill you up. Like today, you know, I was focused on um, a a debt. And be honest here, I can be transparent, but you don't know what it is. But it's okay. Everybody got something going on in their life, right? And um, with that debt, I was consumed with trying to figure out how long, six months, two months, three months. Let me come up with this. Let me. And it took my time away. How long? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. It took it took her it took becky to call me for me to snap out of how far i had gotten away from just focusing on the present thing and and that's one thing too just about really work on as you've been listening you know are you being present when you're listening if you can be present and listen you can be present on your job you can be present when you're washing the dishes you can be present when your husband comes and says hey you know be present don't have your mind somewhere waving in that wind and blowing away be present that's something that our family we are defeating with this series we're being present we are presently here actively doing stuff um and that's you know that was my help i couldn't get the scripture and when i had it in front of me there were some words that i couldn't pronounce i said oh lord how do you say that and immediately becky's just jumped i got it sis that's that's how god is he puts you in places that when your limitation that was my limitation because i seen a couple things and then my computer moving slow but god said i got it becky got it you know that's peace to me y'all that's so much peace um again and closeness is bringing something together and bonding something two edges together a closeness like a book and that book is the bible boy that's a that's a good book to be close to (laughs) amen and to make it even more simple for you guys you know how we ladies like to lay our edges down them them hairs be close okay slick together (laughs) close that's how you want to be with the lord slick together close i mean sliding through everything's laid i mean just on one accord okay we've got for here for you guys luke 10 um and i have a few verses after verses 25 here and behold a lawyer stood up to put him to the test saying teacher what shall i do to inherit eternal life listen to this guys he said unto him jesus said what is written in the law how do you read it he put it back on that man how, what do you know what do you know about eternal life how do you get that and the man answered you shall love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself so if anything is taking possession and i use that because that's what a lot of people are right now. They're possessed, maybe not by a devil or a demon, but they're allowing their strength to be possessed. Stagnancy, mm. laziness. And I, when I speak to y'all, I'm speaking to myself. They're allowing their souls to be infiltrated. Now, when I say possessed, guys, I just mean something taking greater um, uh, alignment 
than God, something taking mm-hmm. um, higher level than God. You place something like a God in front of the true living God. So right, and, and that my- becomes your God. And that's just mm-hmm. like you talked about with the tsunami. You know, mm-hmm. it it's gonna present itself to be. It's gonna give you whatever you think it is, but eventually it's gonna wipe all that you are into one of those currents, and then you exactly. stuck somewhere way away from the shore, way away and from God. And that's what we don't want. You know, you're you're way too far. God is saying, where are you, child? You know, you're you're getting glimpses. You are getting um, notices from God. You know, little uh, God will give you a little bit of tidbits throughout the day to a hint of him. And will you go ahead and say, you know what? That's God right there. That's the Holy Spirit right there. Let me go ahead and get in more communion with the Lord right there. Or will you ignore that? There was a person wow. that you could have reached out to, but you said, no, I'll call him another day. There wasn't mm. somebody you could have spoken to, but you said, no, I'll, I'll wait for my next paycheck. There's something you could have done today to draw you near, to draw you nigh. And so I really like this parable. If you read on to that in your freedom, it's about the good Samaritan. He tells you what a neighbor is. It's somebody that shows grace and mercy and compassion on you. So those are the same things that we should show to our neighbors and friends. And the same things we should show to our family and of course be in communion with our lord amen and again guys um as you are listening keep in mind we're talking about tranquility waters and that pretty much to me and you know i'm looking up stuff it it brings about a purity of your mind isn't that did that sound good we need oh, to get yeah. some shirts get some shirts made tranquility waters purity of your mind Mm -hmm. yes i would love that uh philippians 4 and 8 it says finally brothers whatever is true and this is talking about how you can get a pure mind you you keep your thoughts on whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any excellence if there is any worthy of praise think on these things mm. amen that was one of the ones i was going to read so i'm so glad we tagged oh, you well. so well <laughs> Grace God. we don't just be repeating ourselves on this podcast because we we're sisters so much we sometimes say the, say the same words at the same time so i thank god for you reading that because that's a really good one whatever is pure that's what we need to go ahead and give praise to you know people are giving praise to the opposite things these days and um at the end of times it says that right should be called wrong and wrong should be called right and guess what they're giving praise to just turn on the news you'll see what the praise is given to it is not the almighty god okay you know what they're giving praise to turn on the radio okay dial whatever dial you want to dial it's going to give the praise to who is giving it to and 99 percent of the time it's an entity that has nothing to do with god Okay. Mm -hmm. Look at the fruit that it carries. Okay. Wow. That's it. Look at the fruit that it carries and you'll know exactly who the praise is going to. So we just want you guys to be mindful out there of drawing near to God. He so wants you. He so would love for you to be one in one, one on one with him, just like you do with your closest best friend, but even on a higher level. Okay. He is who created you. And so he misses you. If you haven't spent time with him today, he's missing you. And I know a part of you is missing him. If you have spent time with him today, go ahead and thank him. Thank him for allowing you to be aware and present 
of his greatness. And we love you guys. I mean, we truly do. Exactly. And again, we want to let you know, we talked about, you know, getting close to him, giving you some definitions. Just think about it. You've been to the beach, you've walked past that. You're like, oh, this is so cute. Let me put my feet in here. Okay, so the next time you do that, if you definitely listen to the whole series, we're praying that you, once you put your feet in there, you realize two things, how out of control you are and how in control you are for what you do after that. Because you can go all the way in that water and do a lot of things, right? Or you can bag up and say, you know what? God guide me. Because these waters is going to move. Because we talked about movement. We talked about what kind of waves is going to... It just could blow up. We could just go all over and show y'all again. You know what? I'm yeah, I would stop right here. And I'm going to tell you this. The main point is when you are having the best time in your life, seek God. When you're having the absolute worst time in your life, seek God. When you can't communicate, seek God. When you feel like you have communicated and you're not heard, seek Seek God. God. Man, I I mean, when you are a single mom and you're just trying to figure out stuff for you, seek God. When you're married and you're having a conversation, um, we like I like to say, um, the signal is wrong. Okay, seek God. Okay, because we Mm -hmm. don't want a cord, but the signal is off sometimes. When you're disciplining your child, when people get on your nerves at work, seek God. Do not be afraid to open your Bible in any public place because what's going to come out is what's inside of you. And that is God's word because you're reading it and you're listening to it. So that's how you're going to end up responding. Amen. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with you all. Second Thessalonians chapter three, verse 16. We love you guys. All right. Stay tuned. We will see you guys in the next episode.